place like it in every city. A place which never sleeps. Where life comes in all its sordid flavors. A place where no one asks questions. Where a memory could lose itself and lie low, waiting. The stage is set. The burlesque is about to begin. There is a peephole, if you like. You can see it all through the vanishing point. Sure is proletarian bar. <laughs> like all beer parlors, Steph. I guess. It's just that I don't like drinking beer. I love beer. You're so skinny you can drink what you want. Hey, look at this babe. Booker. Yeah? You think so? Sure, I've seen her on the block. They come down in here all the time. Tempting, isn't it? <laughs> If you're willing to take the risk. What's the matter with your students? Ah, I'm sick of all the young stuff. Well, tell me about it. Really, it gets to be meaningless, you know? Christ, I'll be glad when classes quit. How long have we got to go? Two weeks? Two weeks and a breather. My nerves are shot. I'm up to two packs a day. Thought you had it all down pat. I'll never have it all down pat. <laughs> Place got the best video screen in town. Most of these rock videos are the same, though. Mindless montage. Oh, the professor speaks. Hey, well, they're crap, man. You don't really like them. Sure I do. I told you, I come in here all the time. I can guess why. To hit on a hooker, right? <laughs> to hell with you, man. Let's go grab a couple more beer. They got strippers in this place? Yeah. That's one right there. Standing at the cash register? The brunette. With the red dragon on the back? Yeah. Waiting to go on. So what's happening this weekend? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll visit my parents. My wife wants a recipe for my mother. My dad wants a rifle for Christmas. Got any ideas? How about an AK-47? A hunting rifle, hey. jerk. <laughs> so what do I know about rifles? Think I might go skiing. You ski? I didn't know you were into that. Well, I'm not, but this babe asked me to go. Turn to one of my students. It's something to do. Christ, I hate living alone. You've got a family. You're okay. Maybe. Sometimes I get boxed in. We'll try living without a woman. It's a drag, man. Hey, you could always try putting an ad in newspaper in Manila. <laughs> Come on, Stavrogan. You get plenty of women. But the quality's dropping. This winter, I'm into bees. Yeah? Overweight, a bit thrashed. Yeah. Think it has something to do with your age? Could be. You know, I just can't get down and do any work. The department's been bugging you to write some articles. And, ah, but hell, who cares? Hey, look at this guy. Is he really crippled or not? I swear he was limping with the other foot the last time he passed. I like his outfit. What do you suppose he is, a crippled biker? <laughs> a pimp. Yeah, he's a biker. Look at the tattoo. Oh, he might ride a bike, but he's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 
shut the vids off. Stripper's coming on. Jesus, what a zoo. <laughs> I love the way she grabs that pole and slides down it. Yeah. You get some real dogs in here, but this one seems all right. Tall. Are all the bars around the triangle like this? Pretty much. You want to move on? In a minute. Hey, you know something? She looks like Maxine. That's what I thought. Same hair, same eyes, about the same height, maybe a little heavier. Unreal. How long has it been? Five years. Five years. I've never gotten over her, you know? No. Well, I thought perhaps you had. You don't speak of her so often. I, I just lie awake at night and, and think and... Uh, Life's a drag. Isn't it? I mean, isn't it really? Imagine if it were her. I mean, when she left you, she was going to a big job in the government, a great new career as a female bureaucrat, and now, five years after divorce, here she is, a stripper. It's not her. She's not bad. I wouldn't mind. Is this why you come down to the Triangle? To watch ladies undress? Not particularly. It's just such an opposite to my normal routine. The university, my family. I like to submerge. Nobody knows who I am down here. Nobody gives a damn. I can be anonymous. Voyeur. Are you always just a voyeur, Russ? What do you mean? Well, do you have any little adventures? I'm not adverse to a little adventure, but I don't seek it. Care to elaborate? <laughs> Read my memoirs. You know, Stav Rogan, if you want to keep your world together, never let anyone know where your bodies are buried. I know you. You don't pass up any opportunities. Do you? I'd like more beer. Finish mine. Don't you want to move on? No. Let's watch this one to the end. Who? The chick in the bar, the stripper, the one we saw on Friday night. It is Maxine. Bullshit. It is, Russ. I've been down there every night. Listen, man, I know my wife. You talk to her? No, but I've been watching her. I just had a feeling about it that night. It wouldn't go away. I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't get the possibility out of my mind. So I went back, and it's her all right. You remember how thin she used to be, almost anorexia? Now she's filled out, more voluptuous. Five years on the meat rack. Did she recognize you? Well, I don't think she saw me. I hung back. You're absolutely sure? Oh, Russ, you haven't heard the half of it. I felt like throwing up. She's a hooker, man. Not only is she stripping, but she's peddling her ass. Now, how do you know that, Stav? Not all exotic dancers are prostitutes. This one is. The goddamn waiter says to me, How would you like a piece of that? And I say, Who wouldn't? 
And he says, you got a hundred bucks. You can have it. That's what the waiter said. He's putting you on. You'd think so, eh? I followed her. I saw her soliciting right on the sidewalk on Johnson Street, corner of Johnson and Broad, outside the butcher shop. The block where all the hookers hang out. You actually see her pick anyone up? Oh, yeah. It made me sick, Russ. But you have to forget it, man. She's nothing to do with you now. I know. I know, but it was a shock. <laughs> yeah. It's a shock, all right. Chris will freak right out when she hears this. Oh, do me a favor, Russ. Don't tell your wife. Whatever you say, Stan. Really, don't say a word. The fewer who know about this, the better. It's not your fault. I feel weird. One of the reasons we split up was because she said the marriage was stifling her career. Her career. Stab. She said she couldn't have a kid because it would interfere with her career. I neglected my own work so I could write her essays. I wrote her way through university. Me. So when she graduates, it's... See you later, prof. I got plans. Selfish, right? I suppose so. But... I loved her. Six years down the tubes, our marriage. All this should be behind you. How could I have been so wrong about someone? I knew she was unfaithful. I knew she was selfish, but I reconciled myself to her leaving because in the end I thought it was for her own good. I never envisioned this. Me neither. Things obviously haven't worked out for her. Yeah? Maybe this is fate. Did you ever suspect she was a whore? Me? You knew her pretty good. Oh, I don't know. I, I believe all women entertain that fantasy some time or another. You remember that guy she said she was in love with? The accountant. He must have been a pimp. Monday night, when I realized what was going down, when I realized what she'd become, I felt pretty low. But by Tuesday, I felt better, even good about it. You know what I mean? I thought to myself, the hell with her. Why shouldn't I buy her for a night? <laughs> that would be a laugh. <laughs> it would be something, all right. Well, that's what I keep thinking. I have to keep my sense of humor. So I decided I had to buy her. <laughs> Did you? I sat and watched her from the car. But you know, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't face her. Probably just as well. I just don't want her to know I know. But I have to know what she's like. What do you mean? Is she different? Or is it the same person I was married to? Forget it. It's not worth the aggravation. No? Wouldn't you be curious? Well, I, I I don't have your point of view. I'm I'm not emotionally involved. You go with her. I'll give you the money. You're not serious. A hundred bucks. Uh, <laughs> you can tell me all I need to know. You're crazy. I'm a married man. That didn't stop you with Andrea. That was years ago. Anyway, I never went through with it. Whatever you say, my friend. But you'll do this for me. No, man, no. Maxine? I just couldn't. You can tell me all I need to know. No. 
you wanted her when you saw her on that stage. But that was different. I didn't know it was Maxine then. So you're saying you don't think she's changed? Is that what I'm saying? You're saying she's the same person she was five years ago when she was my wife. Well, I suppose I am. Did you know she was a whore then? Or maybe you're saying she isn't a whore now, despite the evidence, despite the appearances. Who is the real Maxine? That's all I want to know, Russ. What's it doing outside? Still raining? Buckets. What are you doing? Waiting for a friend. <laughs> Waiting for a friend, huh? Uh, I don't think he's going to show. Let's go uh, talk. Talk? Uh, my conversation doesn't come cheap. <laughs> I'm aware of your needs, Maxie. Where, where can we go? If you want a drink, we can go across the street. Well, where, where do you live? Um, what's on your mind? Come on, Maxie. Let's go. Okay. Follow me. <clears throat> There's a place I can use around the corner. Andy. Well, I see look the same. You look great. I do? I'm 34 and fading fast. Change of uh, scenery might help. Here we are. Jump, isn't it? I'm on the third floor. Who was that at the door? Just a guy. Is he really careful or is that a stick away? <laughs> Don't worry, you're safe with me. Well, I saw him selling dope in the bar the other night. Ah, so I did see you there. Jesus, Maxie, where are you? At the top. You gotta go all the way. We'll get mugged now or later. Come in, Russ. Great view of the street. I've always dreamed of having a place like this. Right down in the ruined core of the city. Right at the locus of the triangle, where all the street action happens. The triangle. The golden triangle. This block is where it all happens. This street and two others. All the bars, clubs, terminal cafes. The Golden Triangle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good name for it. Beer, whiskey? Uh, whiskey. Thanks. Neat, right? Yeah. Cheers. I knew he'd send you. How so? Because he has something to prove. What? Perhaps I came out of my own curiosity. <laughs> I bet. Don't bother me when you two split. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your new incarnation has me mesmerized. 
You've been with a hooker before. No? I would have thought the convenience of it might appeal to you. No hassles. Men appreciate that. That can be hassles. Oh, here. A hundred bucks, isn't it? You want me? Hmm. Interesting. You never did before. It's different now. Sure. No hassles. <laughs> so what is it, Maxie? A hard luck story? Or is it adventure? In the existential sense? Or is it pure horniness? <laughs> well... It's the last refuge of unskilled labor. <laughs> well, maybe, but you're not unskilled. What about your business degree? Am I master of bugger all? You had a good job in the government, didn't you? A policy analyst with one of the ministries? Mm -hmm. Or am I thinking of someone else? Someone else. Well, what about the person who gave a $50 stuffed dog to my daughter a few Christmases ago? <clears throat> that was you, wasn't it? Someone else. So, how is Stav? Does he still eat liver and onions? <laughs> I don't know. Does he? It was a secret vice. I couldn't stand it. I've never seen him at it. All he does is smoke. Still in love with you. Still? He's a fool. You blew his mind. He thinks you're the reason. The reason? Yes, he thinks you and I had an affair. How, how, how could he get that idea? From Christine. My wife told him that? I thought you knew. <laughs> This is his money, isn't it? <laughs> you mean he's been going around all this time thinking you and I had an affair? Maybe because of your trip back east. What trip? Spring of 79, you were at a conference, remember? We met on the street, accidentally, remember? I was back visiting my parents. We had a few drinks, that's all. It was an innocent encounter. Stavrogin believes... He never said anything. Because he blamed me. There's no such thing as innocence. You're a very slow boy. Because I take my clothes off in a pub, I'm a prostitute, right? I'm only going by what Stav told me. He said you were hooking. You are, aren't you? What do you think? I don't know. I just assume. Oh. What are you then, an undercover cop? <laughs> or is this some on-the-job research for the ministry? <laughs> and what were you doing on the street? I told you, waiting for a friend. Oh. Disappointed. <laughs> Another drink? Yeah. <laughs> to dance. I've always liked to dance. Staff never danced. So I fell out of the habit when we were together. What's that? Just the neon flashing. Oh, it is. It's the cops. It must be an accident. Don't worry about it. Sit down. Tell me what you've been up to. Well, there's something going on down there. A fight. Yeah, there's that, there's that dope dealer. Mm. And some, somebody else looks like Stab. Oh, no. It would be just like the fool. <sighs> Never stops. Life in the triangle. 
strange us meeting like this. So improbable. Not really. Given the odds, I'd say it was as probable as uh, Pascal's triangle. Triangle, I get. Pascal, I don't. I thought you knew everything about triangles. <laughs> Math isn't my scene. Too sophisticated for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been trying to cut that sort of thing out of my life. <laughs> Intellectuality. <really. laughs> the thing I liked about you, Russ, the thing I've always liked is that you have a course. <laughs> course? You take chances. You have imagination. And honestly, imagination was the one thing my life with staff didn't have. So you're uh, living out a fantasy. If you live it, it's no fantasy. <laughs> Madonna whore. Me. It's the Madonna whore syndrome. That's what's wrong with Stev. That's what's wrong with all of us. That's so. Save it for the undergrads, Prof. Where is he tonight? Christmas shopping. He's buying a rifle for his old man. Now look here, uh, Maxine. I've always thought of you and Stav as a pair. You belong together. <laughs> what do you think? What do I think? Hmm. I think I've got a hundred bucks here, so maybe I can get some action. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like what? Like an exotic male dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dance. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I can make you all dance. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? Setting the sights. It's throwing to the right. 700 bucks. What do you think? The old man should be pleased, yes? When I found your note at the house, it scared the shit out of me. You gave me the impression you were going to kill yourself. What, what happened to your eye? I fell. Fell? Where were you last night? I came past about one, the lights were on, so was the stereo. I knew you were busy. Don't you want to hear? What's the point? For Christ's sake, put that rifle down. I want to talk to you. I think that last shot missed. What, what's the target, that tree? It's not a tree, man. No, it looks like a tree to me. It's not a tree. She's not what you think, Stav. You're a bastard. It's not her, Stav. It isn't Maxine. It looks like her from a distance. The resemblance is amazing. And from your point of view, I can see how you were deceived. When you get close in, why, anyone can see it isn't her. It isn't her. No. You sure? Absolutely. 
Listen. You've been living under a misconception. Nothing is or was the way you think it is. I'm your friend, for Christ's sakes. You ever think of murder, Russ? As a habit, no. But the thought has crossed my mind a couple of times. It's in everyone, isn't it? I was listening to the car radio, and there was a news item about this body they found in the park. A woman. Been there five years. So they said. Unbelievable. Five years under some shrubs. They say she was strangled. How the hell would they know that? I don't know. I, I believe that uh, some guy uh, thinks it's his wife. Really? That's what I heard. Um, she was last seen drinking in one of the bars in the Triangle. Not a friend of yours by any chance. <laughs> you never know. Look at those lousy ravens up there. I should blast one of them. Bad luck, man. Yeah? I guess I don't need any more of that. Everything used to be so golden. I mean, wasn't it? I'd wake up in the morning, sunlight would be streaming through the blinds. Both of us would be naked in bed, our bodies just golden. Not a lousy care in the world. Except tenure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except tenure. So why do you say we get out of here, eh? I mean, you, you look like you walked into a side of beef. Well, I did, actually. Hey, forget about it. Hey, listen, I know this joint in the triangle that has excellent liver and onions on the menu. You into that? <laughs> liver and onions? <laughs> I've heard it's good for the soul. I never knew you were into liver and hey, onions. Hey, you've got nothing else happening, have you? Well, I was supposed to meet this babe on campus, but... Uh... Who was she? Chick in the bar, the one you checked out. Just a woman. It's certainly not Maxine. Yeah, you could easily confuse her with a Madonna. Distance deceives, Dad. <laughs> Doesn't it? Let's go. The Golden Triangle, eh? Okay. Good. Who knows? We might run into some golden bodies, yes? <laughs> said is just a device to stop everything from happening at once. An innocent encounter in the past? Or shall we just say an innocent encounter once upon a time? In a time and place occupying that fourth corner of the eternal triangle. The vanishing The Golden Triangle by Lawrence Russell. Ty Haller was heard as Stav, Tom Heaton as Russ, and Janet Wright as Maxine. Technical operations were by Gene Lovrock, with sound effects by Joe Silva and Chris Cutris, and the production assistant was Dagmar Kafanka. Original music was by John Allison.
The series script editor is Sandra Rabinovich. The original musical theme is by John Roby, and the voice of introduction is David Calderisi. The Golden Triangle was recorded on location and mixed at CBC Vancouver, produced and directed by John Giuliani. The executive producer of Vanishing Point is William Lane. Next week, it's the Silenian Test, a thought-provoking science fiction drama by well-known Canadian journalist David Lewis Stein. Until then, I'm Art Cuthbert, wishing you good night. Thank you.